Welcome to Bike Talk with Dave. I'm your host, Dave Mabel, and I am very thankful that you have decided to join me here today on Bike Talk with Dave. I am on my way home from the Single Speed USA, not Single Speed World Championships, Single Speed USA race. I'm going to use the word race pretty lightly here, but... Um, festival weekend event we'll use event anyway more on that next week but this week we've got sunny disposition sunny gilbert cyclocross extraordinaire two-time podium on the national championship stage and she's just awesome i don't know that i have ever seen sunny not smiling literally mud rain snow sleet wind heat sun of course and always smiling having fun on a bike the joy of cycling is what sunny is all about anyway before we get to sunny i want to tell you all about adventure plus the adventure plus streaming service awesome movies for people like us cycling mountaineering skiing um rock climbing fishing all kinds of super fun stuff great movies hundreds of movies for a low low price of admission literally i said last week less than the price of a quart of nice of good ice cream and holy moly i looked at the price of ice cream this week and it's way less than like a Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Anyway, it's better than that because I'm working with them to give you a free 90-day pass for a full wax subscription to the Adventure Plus streaming service. Honestly, great movies. Uh, free, no, not Free Solo. Well, they did promote Free Solo. I don't know that that's on there, though. But uh, Dawn Wall, Dawn Wall. I think is even better than Free Solo. That's Dave Mabel's opinion, but I bet you there's more than one person out there who would agree with me. Anyway, super awesome movies. The three movies I have made are on there. Thousand Miles to Nome, Down the Kuskokwim, and Reach for the Stars, which are all, I think, great movies. I'm biased. But check it out, adventureplus.com. Click on the link in the show notes and you can get 90 days for free. And after that, if you want to keep it, keep it for less than the price of premium ice cream. All right, the other thing I want to tell you about is the Kendall Mountain Film Festival coming to the US this fall. It's awesome. It's promoted by Adventure Entertainment. There's four premier shows with like speakers and stuff. And then there's 30 shows that are like pseudo premiere with like speakers and stuff and then it'll just show at theaters around the country so go to the kendall mountain film festival.com look for your locations dates and buy your tickets it will be awesome all right with that we are going to get on with bike talk with dave and my chat with sunny gilbert Sunny Gilbert, welcome to the Bike Talk with Dave podcast. How are you doing today? Great, Dave. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. I 
I have actually been waiting to have you because you, my talking to you means it is almost cyclocross season and I'm very excited. Weeks away. Weeks away. Oh, this is a cyclocross podcast. I thought when you said bike, we were going to be talking about motorcycles. <laughs> no, that was, that was that actually bad. my last, that, that was my last podcast with, um, Lieutenant Dan, he thought the only reason people would ride a bike is if they couldn't afford a motorcycle. So, yes, that was my True, last one. fair. Yeah, yep. So, listen, I'm going to dive right into, like, some hard-hitting, deep questions. Are you ready for this? Bring it. What came first, the name or the disposition? Oh, jeez. Uh, can a baby that's only like three days old have a disposition? Only a sunny one. I was nameless for three days. Seriously? Uh, the, yeah, the nurses, um, according to my parents, the nurses referred to me as baby Gilbert until such a time as they said, please name this child. So we stopped calling her baby Gilbert. And they came up with Sunny. And they came up with Sunny. Yep. Are your parents awesome? They they are pretty awesome. Uh, they are not hippies. Uh, <laughs> that was my disclaimer. next question, which <laughs> no. you know you've I think answered were, that question before. Yeah, I think they might have been in third grade when Woodstock happened. Okay. Uh, no, um, they also do not have uh, hippie names. Ken and Margaret, very very uh, um, uh, great for the times. I don't know where they came up with Sunny. Um, my dad claims I was born on the first sunny day after a blizzard. That's okay. the closest I've ever gotten to an explanation. Huh. Well, it fits because I'm going back in my head and, I mean, you've been coming to Jingle since it's been Jingle. Um, I can't ever picture you without a great big giant smile on your face, regardless of whether it's sunny out or not. Like you are Even always... when I'm flipping over the handlebars? I think especially, yes. I did capture that one time, didn't I? At the beginning oh, of did. one of the jingle races. Yeah, that was awesome. You know what, though? You yeah. popped right back up. Yeah. Very sunnily. laughing. You were probably <laughs> laughing. Um, so anyway, you're always a treat to see, always a treat to chat with, and just one of the friendliest people on earth. So Sonny Gilbert, the name fits. I'll put that on my resume. Okay, dig it. So I want to go back a little bit. Uh, if if anyone looks at your Instagram, it has the word run in it. And you were a collegiate runner a couple of years ago. And quite a few. <clears throat> question I have, yes, quite a few. Um, what was your event? What'd you run? 800 meters. I was an 800 meter specialist. Whew, that's a toughie. Yeah. No wonder you like cyclocross. There's a rumor that that particular event is very difficult. Um, I also did a lot of relay events, um, four by eight, distance medley relay, occasionally four by a mile. Uh, jumped into a sprint medley one time. Hmm. What'd you run on the sprint medley? You had to run the four. The quarter. Or does that end yeah. with an eight? Yeah, 400. Yeah, it's two, two, four. Yeah. One, it's one, one, one two, two, four. Two, two, four. Yeah. God, it's been a minute. <laughs> Maybe three. 
speaking of that, (laughs) speaking of the fact that it's been a minute, well, before I talk about that, do you have a particular Mm -hmm. race that you remember fondly after, uh, can I say how long, after years since Um, you've been in college? Is there a race that you remember fondly? Like a running race I did in college? Yeah, like is there a special day that puts a smile on your face when you think of it? Um, you know, there are a couple. Uh, I was fortunate to be surrounded by an incredibly talented group of uh, female athletes who were also, you know, similarly 800 meter slash miler specialists. We, my, I guess that would have been my junior year, we combined uh, to win the national championships in the distance medley. Uh, wow. In Indoor track and field. I ran the 800 meter leg. I'll never forget watching our miler go toe to toe with Shailene Flanagan. A few people might oh, recognize that name. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I even know For the mile mom. leg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just one of the most memorable races um, ever. And I think, you know, as soon as we, she crossed the finish line, all four of us just kind of looked at each other, like what just happened? That's awesome. I love that. I actually have, I'm not making this up. I have goosebumps as you tell that story. Like that's, I appreciate that and love that. How was running the eight indoors? Oh, I always prayed for, uh, in, uh, an outside lane start. <laughs> I bet you did as much as much distance in the corners you could get, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always after so many, so many, so many eight hundred meter races, I always joke that my uh, left leg is shorter than my right leg because of how many, how many, how many inside turns I had to run. Yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. So that was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were just invited back for something special. What was that? And what school did you go to? I went to the University of Missouri, Columbia, go Tigers, M-I-Z, pause, Z-O-U, for uh, anybody that might be from Columbia, Missouri listening. Uh, They are having a gala celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX. And they have invited a number of their I guess the word is prominent, female athletes from uh, the years to essentially come back and celebrate. And uh, they invited me. That's awesome. As one, as one of them. So, so it's, and I, I've already perused the list. I I see a couple of other uh, people that I raced with or was coached by as well. So I'm pretty excited about the reunion. Very cool. That's, that's very cool. Um, Carissa Schweitzer is a, alum yeah she coming back Uh, is she on that list i'll keep you posted i was looking for a couple people very specifically like i was looking for folks that i actually raced with yeah that's fair yeah she's younger (laughs) than you by a little bit um if you see her tell her hey from des moines sure (laughs) (laughs) um okay so i want to tie this all into cycling because this is called bike talk with dave so we have to talk a little bit about bikes so fast forward 20 years and look back on your time racing is there a race that you would remember fondly in 20 years from now like is there one that 
already has a special place in your memory and your mind? Oh, sure. And unfortunately, it's uh, from Jingle Cross. So, you know, I think we've all heard the sad news to, about Jingle Cross not being a, a UCI or Cyclocross event this year. Um, a, uh, a truly, truly special event. But the time that stands out in my mind, and, you know, if, if folks on, that are listening to you have been around this long, uh, there was one year where... Um, we raced in the snow, and I'm pretty sure the temperature was in the teens. Um, I have this great picture of me wearing my kit, and then just like, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm wearing like a turtleneck underneath, like a thermal jersey, because I chose not to wear a skin suit just to stay warm, like big old lobster claw gloves. And somehow I got myself into third in that event. It was one of my first UCI podiums. Um, ever and I'll never forget because Katarina Nash and Courtney McFadden were ahead of me and these like these were women that I usually never saw after the first lap and, and you were uh, duking it out yeah Katarina yeah. had a little uh um shoe, issue with yeah, her pedal. shoe problem she shoe did. problem yeah she could not clip <laughs> in for like the last lap and a half or something which you know skills absolutely skills. amazing skills Yes, yeah. I was uh, for sure. I was riding Crank Brothers. I did not have a problem clipping in. I am not sponsored by Crank Brothers, but I still to this day race on those pedals. Oh, very good. Well, yeah. that's a nice little plug for them and why, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that is why? the why. Yeah. It's what I could bad. afford. I think it's what my bike came with, the first one I bought. Oh, so my first bike. <laughs> run what you brung, right? That's <laughs> right? awesome. <laughs> Uh, I actually think I remember that. Well, obviously I do. And I I think I'm going to have to dig into my archives because I think I talked to you after the race on camera. So I'm going to see if I can dig that up and and oh insert that here. <laughs> I think I was pretty frozen. So uh, please don't hold me responsible for anything I was saying. Sunday, how was your day? Ah, uh, muddy. Muddy? A little chilly, a little cold. I think I have some mud on my face still. Yeah, well, you got cleaned up. Yeah, had a troubling start and uh, missed my clip, and then it was just like churning frozen mud. It was kind of like getting hit by marbles. Well, you uh, you moved through the ranks there pretty well, all the way yeah. up to third. Yeah, that's just amazing. <laughs> Why is that so amazing? I Because I was just... I don't know. My my approach today was just have as much fun as possible. Well, it seems and, to uh, and and it was just so much fun riding out there and throwing the back end around those corners. And I don't know. I just was having a blast. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we all were frozen the Friday of that weekend. Um, Meredith Miller did well. I I think she won. I'm not sure, but um, I talked to her. And Friday night, like you finish racing at nine o'clock and it was, it was ice cold and she could hardly talk. She's like, my mouth is frozen. I can't, it was, it was classic. It was classic. Oh yeah. Really like trying to hyperventilate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go, Mary? Oh, it was good. I ended up third on the day, so. We did a fight out there at the front of the race for quite a while with a bunch of us, and then, oh, my mouth is frozen, I feel like I can barely talk. Um, and then uh, things started to separate a little bit, and I was uh, with Caroline, and I think she had a flat or something. I'm not sure what happened. She had to take a bike, and I was able to get that gap on her, and 
Yeah, Jingle, those days in Jingle, the uh, Black Friday, Friday night races, and then that, you know, the kind of finale of the Thanksgiving weekend was, mm -hmm. uh, uh, those were great, great years, great memories. And if it wasn't snowing, it was raining. Yeah. Great Iowa. Yeah, I remember when it got moved to September and we were all like, oh, it's not going to have the weather. And then like the very next year, it was freezing cold and pouring down rain. <laughs> Yeah, we got we yeah, it rains in Iowa in September yeah. and October. So yeah, yeah we, we got some weather. We also did Iowa's, get a little heat. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I remember what last year it was kinda like a grass crit. First time I've ever raced Jingle Cross that fast. Yeah. Um and you know, one of the races I did I think had ten laps. Oh wow at Jingle last year. Yeah, I I went back and counted. I think I ran up Mount Crumpet 27 times that weekend in races. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things I like about you. And <laughs> um, not just Jingle where there's three different races and you chose to do like the C1, C2 and World Cup races if, if there were all three. But even at Nats, like you jump in the single speed race. Do I see you in the Masters race at Nats? Uh, not anymore, but you did until what, 2014, 2015, okay. something like that. Yeah. The last year I was kind of allowed because then there was some rules where if you yeah. get too many UCI points, you can't race the Masters. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you race as much as you can. I love that about you. I love that one of the things that I think is cool about Sunny Gilbert is that she has not seem to have lost the joy that people like me like I don't race for a living it costs me money to race it I don't make money racing I don't have any sponsors um and I do it because I love it mm -hmm. and I feel like you still do that like you can tell go go to a world cup and and talk to the athletes and you can tell that there are ones who are there because they're getting paid to be there and that is not Sonny Gilbert. Sonny Gilbert's like, oh, is there a, um, what's the thing at Trek, the fun Friday night, Saturday night? Oh, the Legends race. <laughs> the Legends race. Oh, is there a Legends race? Let me get my bike. I don't know if you've done that, but I, I did. would not put it past I, you. I thought you might have. I did it last year, and um, they did a call-up. Because they, you know, there's the staging is not real. Um, but they called up and they said, okay, anybody who's been a world champion, you can come up to the oh. starting line. And, and Jens Voigt was standing there. And I was standing there. And I start rolling up. And he looks at me and he goes, you're a world champion? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay. <laughs> that is a classic moment in your life. That's awesome. And did and you say shut up? Off the line. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you? I did. I have a picture. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell us about your world champion stripes. Oh well, um, they're tattooed on me. Perfect. Right, the uh, world championships single speed cyclocross from Utah, twenty nineteen, the Saint George. I remember, um, you know, I had I kind of put it on my husband radar, husband's radar, and he didn't know what it was. He was like, "I don't understand what is this." And I was like, "It's a, 
it's a bike race cyclocross but like they get to change the course and there might be a jello pit and there's costumes um and there's also feats of strength so you have to do sort of a feat of strength before you can get to race and I, I asked him, I was like, do you want to race? And he goes, he goes, oh, I don't know. I'll just go support you. Kind of like what he does with, with cross and, you know, cause he's my master pit crew. And, um, we went and, and after he saw me race, he goes, yeah, I'm doing this next year. Awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the single speed world championships, piece of strength. And I dressed up as uh, wonder woman. Uh, I had this, uh, pretty expensive, probably the most, ex most money I've ever spent on a costume. Um, you know, I had, ev I had everything. I had like, you know, the golden armbands and it even came with like a lasso of truth. Although I did not obviously wear that for the race. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> and when you're done, they, they pretty much pack you off into a van and, and tattoo the logo on you. And you knew and that going I, in. And I knew that going in and, uh, you know, a lot of people know, I, you know, I didn't, I, I don't know if they knew this, but they assumed that I don't didn't actually have a, any tattoos. Um, assuming correctly, that is the correct assumption. Uh, yeah, and so when I went not, there, you're and they not said, a, you're not a big tattoo. You don't have tats all over your. I got scars all over me, Dave. Life tattoos. Those are tattoos. There you go. Okay. So you yeah. knew that if you won the thing, that you get carted off and taken to the tattoo mm -hmm. parlor, and you're cool yeah. with that. Yeah, they confirmed that they said, you know, you, you realize if you win, you, you have to get tattooed. And I was like, of course, sign the waiver. I don't know if there was a waiver, if it was on there, but I would have signed it. <laughs> I, I don't, I bet there was not a waiver. Just guessing. Mm. Uh, so what was that race like? Everything I could possibly imagine and more. I mean, probably the most fun that I've ever had on a bicycle just you're surrounded by people that love bikes and love beer and you know love combining them in in a way that just is unseen of in in anything i've ever experienced so we started first of all they they took our um our right shoe and they yeah on the start line <laughs> took our right shoe uh put it in boxes and then ran up the course somewhere and kind of left our shoes there, just like spread them out on the course. And um, then came back and said, okay, go. <laughs> but it, and it was very much like that. I think it was very much like, okay, now go. And so some people actually took off one shoeless on their bikes. Some people just ran their bikes. Um, it wasn't super far, it was like a hundred yards. Um, I chose to ride my bike with one leg and uh went and and you know whoa the people who had shoes that laced on versus oh, you know, right quick, quick release i fortunately had a quick relief i don't think they gave you time to go like change shoes if with this notification and then you just get on your bike and you know right off the bat you do the most steepest most ridiculous flyover i've ever seen um and then like the beer and doable? then the beer hand ups start yeah doable oh, but sketchily so um okay. you know then the beer hand up start there's a flaming they had a a barrier that was on fire nice they had a jello pit that actually they would take your there was volunteers who would take your bike and you would run through the jello pit and then 
you know, jello pit wrestling optional, and then they would give you your bike back. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> there was a ramp into like a mini ramp into uh, what they called the Viper pit, which had a bunch of like fake snakes in it. Very cool. And then, you know, about two, three laps into the course, they started, uh, you know, some of the spectators started rerouting the course. Wow. <laughs> Mid-course. Or giving people, uh, you know, a, giving uh, different competitors shortcuts. Um, <laughs> or what they would do is there was the course, there was part of the course where they were upset that riders were avoiding a mud puddle. So they kept making the course cor smaller and smaller and smaller until it was the width of a bicycle going through the mud puddle. Awesome. <laughs> It sounds they had like, a, yeah, they had a trailer that you had to ride through like an old RV. Super cool. Yeah. It sounds like everything we love about cross, like yeah. spectator involvement and beer and jello and crazy obstacles and just having fun with it. Mm -hmm. Plus hand ups, you know, cause, cause who doesn't like hand ups, hand -ups are a crime. Yeah. I have that t-shirt. I know you do. I love it. Uh, how so did you win it? How did I win it? I have, I just by doing what I do, right? Just racing, having fun. I think I took a fireball shot. I definitely grabbed somebody, somebody's beer who was joking. He's like, hey, grab my beer. And he was not serious about it. And then I actually did grab it, took a sip, and then I actually he comes running by me and goes, Hey, I didn't mean it. And then I actually handed it back to him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, sorry. Here you go. Um, I had some great competitors. Sarah, Sarah Sturm was racing. Um, Emily, She's a lover uh, of fun. Emily was racing as well. She put up a huge fight. Her and, uh, her and Max were dressed as mermaids. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Emily Kachorik, squid. Uh, no, sorry. Um, Schladel. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell her. I won't. I won't. <laughs> sorry, Emily. Sorry. Uh, but so you, there was competition. You guys were like. It's huge. Yeah. And they wanted it and I wanted it. And it was, it was a battle till the very end sprint between emily and i uh almost a sprint i think i put in a dig on the last little hill um mm. to kind of secure it awesome was there much running was that an advantage there wasn't a ton the uh you had to kind of do a leap into the jello pit so it was quite high and then you know some high stepping through the jello pit i don't know if that is like reminiscent of 800 meter no. talent but the men's race had a lot of bouldering oh yeah they started routing the men through this like pile of construction rocks which you know were were like two to three feet two to three feet around and they were had to carry it was hysterical i i have uh i have video of um a couple of the guys attempting to do this and at, it, at some point it came kind of like mountain climbing with your bicycle oh wow yeah sounds like now it's on your schedule again isn't it it is november in durango november in durango could be epic could be could do you, be chilly. Do you have inside scoop you're in colorado right now do you have inside scoop on the 
course or any of the plans? I have no inside scoop. I mean, I know the people who are organizing it, so it should be pretty epic. I think I'm also planning two costume versions, one that is thermal. Oh. Just in case. Because Durango in November could be cold. Well, you know, it's Colorado and it's the winter. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Boulder, it could be 80. It's true. Global weirding. Yeah, for sure. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, not to one-up you. In fact, this is one equaling you, but uh, the mountain bike single speed world championships are in Iowa in a couple of weeks. So we'll get to experience a bit of fun there. I am going up. I, my single speed has died. So I need to, um, uh, uh, abscond with someone's single speed in order to race, but, uh, I will be there for sure. Iowa city in Decorah. So Northeast Iowa. Trout okay. country. It's a beautiful area. Highly All recommend right. you'll, it. You'll have to tell me how it compares. I will, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So let's fast forward a couple of years. Three? Yeah, I think a pandemic happened. It did. Yeah. And I don't know, is it the end of the pandemic? Can we say that yet? I don't know. 20, no. Tw- <laughs> no. 2021. <laughs> national championships you land on the podium oh yeah that's awesome yeah that was that was incredible unexpected you know certainly you start the race and you think yeah i have a chance of being on the podium again and then when it actually happened i i i pretty much had to pinch myself all the way back to all the way to the podium. Doug, Doug saw me at the last pit and he didn't even, th- he had no idea. Really? No. Cause I you were duking it out. Line. Yeah. I was duking it out. With, uh, was it Rayleigh? Uh, um, Rayleigh and, uh, was it Katie Klaus? No, Klaus was in U23. She was crushing that. Okay. She, she pretty much Hans Singer, the U23 races. Yeah. Can I can I make up a <laughs> you can I make, make adjectives of Claire's last name? Oh you sure. You got you got Hansiard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> I like that. That's appropriate yeah. actually. I'd say with Raylan, um, you know, she uh, we were just kind of catching up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. uh, third and fourth, you said it was a race. Yes. Yeah. So I would say I spent most of the race in fifth. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. It was hard to tell. It got, the race got more and more technical um, as you kind of went through and parts that were runnable were not runnable. And all of a sudden parts that were not runnable became runnable, you know, or not rideable became rideable. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, on the last lap, there was a section on the back after the pit, which is probably why Doug didn't see me, that all of a sudden went from a run to like a full-on, you know, quarter mile of riding. And I think most most of my competitors, and certainly the you know person I was with for fourth, third and fourth, was running it. Um, and I just jumped on the bike, took a couple of really unsturdy pedal strokes, and and launched. 
Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It was true cyclocross. It was, you know, you really have to do a calculus on when you ride and when you run in a race and you try to plan it out, you know, pre-race, but conditions change and just got to be ready to jump off the bike um, or jump on it if, if uh, the case may be. And that was just one of those races where stuff that was not rideable at the beginning was rideable by the finish, by the end. Yeah. Sometimes that mud or even sand will like a line will form over the course of the race. And then, then what wasn't rideable is cause you can jump in that line and, and go. I've seen that with sand and mud. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, also the opposite can happen. Like, yeah. Gosh, and the, it was, uh, it was sunny and the ground was baking a little bit too. So melting. Did that yeah, melt it? Something. Yeah. Um, it had already melted, which is why it was so sloppy. We were in the afternoon, but it was just mm. like, it was drying up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Making, getting a little tacky. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, how does a person's life change after they land on the podium at cyclocross nationals? You get a lot more Instagram followers. Oh, sweet. So the first time I did that, I was second um, behind Katie Thompson. So that was 2018. And 2018. Um, where was that? Yeah, that was Louisville. Louisville. Nice. Remember? Okay, yeah. Yep. Yep, I think yep. afterward, I think it was Bill Shiken actually did some sort of calculation on the amount of running we all did. <laughs> he probably <laughs> did. Did you have it on your Garmin? <clears throat> uh, no, I wasn't savvy enough to have multiple or to have like a wrist Garmin or multiple Garmin. So usually if I had to jump off my bike onto another bike, my coach was just out of luck in terms of any numbers for a race. <laughs> Fair enough. Which, by the way, just this year, I man, I moved to the wrist uh, for the first time. He's getting numbers from races, and and I just had to say I'm really sorry that you had to coach me for seven years without that. <laughs> with half, with half of <laughs> with, my race, without um, any of the efforts. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You know, honestly, that's, that's a pretty simple solution. Him. Yeah, Thanks, big time. <laughs> um easier things right yeah yep do you do you is there a change in your life from before podium to after podium um afterward just racing for me um almost got easier because you know now i i sort of felt like yeah any race i get into there's a chance i could win so it changes your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your favorite color. What is your favorite color? Ah, uh, well, swimming pool, blue. Blue. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's sort of ironic. Yeah, for sure. Um, you're riding with blue again. Tell me about your team this year. Oh, God, we expanded it with some really, really talented juniors. Kira Bond joined us. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. I, you know, I traveled with her and know her family really well. I'm pretty excited to you know, get the opportunity to spend more time with her um, and just sort of see what she can do. Um, 
you know, with uh, with the kind of support in the in the team environment. Grant Grant Holicky leads the team um, and coaches a lot of the athletes as well. So, you know, he's back. Um, Eric Bruner's back. Scott Funson is back. Rock solid team. Yeah. Rock solid crew. Um, yeah. Tell me about your bikes. So, what do you want to know? Yeah, like, I can't tell you what the color I'm, is. I <laughs> I am laying out the carpet for you to uh, give a little loving to to your bikes. Um, uh, new bikes this okay. year? Any big changes? No big changes. Um, I think the big thing that was noticed last year um, was uh, how well the componentry sort of um, just meshed with the bikes themselves and so you know hanging parts like shimano hanging the shimano grx um on there we had um fsa bars um so you know eric got a lot of um press from his flat bar and right now i'm actually trying to decide flat bar not flat bar yeah yeah well how do you base that decision Handling mostly. Um, yeah. I have a flat bar on my on my gravel, um, uh, on my gravel bike, and you know I still have like my single speed um, is sort of more a traditional setup, and I notice a difference. Um, I think I like the handling of the flat bar, so we might see. Hmm. Yeah, um, we might is see. your single speed but, blue? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What wheels um, are you guys rolling? So I don't know. I've always gone with head and I'm going to do this plug. I would love to ride head again. Um, mm. But for me right now, that's, that, that is, uh, it's still a TBD. Um, same with tires. I've been riding challenge for a number of years now. And, um, you know, they, they brought me on and, and I actually had a tire consultant <laughs> that, whoa, you know, sat me down and, was, and said, you know, I see this, I see you riding like this. And I feel, really feel like we need to, you know, make sure that in certain conditions, you've got this tire in the front, this tire in the back. And I had never really had another person think about my riding style and tire tread in quite that way. And so that was, um, that was in 2017, uh, 2018, that was in 2018. And um, I just remember thinking, you know what, I should be thinking about this a lot. And so, you know, hopefully I'll be on challenge again, uh, again this year, but also sort of TBD at this point. Yeah, fair enough. What is it about yeah. that you like? Uh, that I can make so many puns with their names. <laughs> <laughs> with their names? All right. No, I like how... That's an honest it. answer. I mean... I, I've had wheels before where I react and then my wheels sort of react right off the mm -hmm. start line. And it doesn't like when I'm maneuvering around things, um, it just feels like those, the wheels that I'm riding, um, they just immediately come with me, hmm. uh, whatever I do with them. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned uh, three other people on your team. Is that it? No, there's a young lady named Mia, and I 
can't remember her last name. I'm terrible. I that's fine. That's I, have, fine. I, have I told you that I have a, a real job? You do have a real job. Are you thinking about it right now? Are we calling it a real job? What's your real a, job? I have a job job. <laughs> what is your real job job job? I, I'm director of alliance management for a companion diagnostic uh, oncology testing company. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have to remember names in that job? I do. Lots yeah. of them. And names them of cancers and biomarkers. And I do. I put things on Post-its. <laughs> um, I'm actually very, very organized when it comes to that job. It sounds like you need to be in, um, it sounds like you yeah. do awesome work yeah. for people who yeah. need it. So yeah. sweet. No, and one of that's, that sort of highlights another thing about the team is that, um, logistically, um, you know, prior to sort of joining blue and then and then previously when i was working with pectimo i did all my own logistics um you know all the equipment all the travel um for both doug and i race entries everything and with the team um some of that is you know alleviated and i found that i'm able to focus a lot more at the races um on racing because of that. And I think it was really reflected in last year's, last year's results. Hmm, also the camaraderie, also the camaraderie and just, you know, having someone to high five, not that right. Doug isn't a great high fiver, but he's a great high fiver. I'll I don't actually think too. he likes to high five. He doesn't. Well, he's, he is worried. I mean, he's your pit boss, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's worried about your bike. He's not worried about high fiving. Maybe when you're headed yeah. After the finish line, he might high five you, but I, I can I, babe, I, I sympathize babe, I with him. Super hard. Is the bike okay? <laughs> <laughs> For sure, that's the first question. Uh, um, oh my gosh! Uh, did you have anyone as you? First of all, why did you transition from running to biking? because uh, I could get more friends cycling. No, just really? I, I don't know why I moved. Um, it's easier. You get older, your knees start to hurt. Um, I also liked sort of the the mechanics of it. Um, and also, you can, you can go further. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Okay. Big yeah, time. first thing I did, I got my banana seat bike with the red sparkly handle, you know, red sparkly oh, yeah. seat and the, the yellow um, streamers. Got on it, rode down the block, and went, look, Mom, no hands, and rode, rode right into a storm drain and skinned both my knees and my elbows. Awesome. <laughs> the beginning of yeah. your tattoos? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, I went everywhere on bikes. I would go to the library. I'd go to the swimming pool. I mean, that was summer. Very cool. Well, when you started being competitive, when was that? Was that post-collegiate, or did you do some racing in college uh for cycling or, ru or running cycling i i'm cycling? pretty sure you're a competitive runner Oof. in college coming so home i did try yes that's true i was uh i so the first time I, I got my first like real sort of road bike was my senior year of college because i was injured and it was fall in missouri and i just did not want to do any training inside 
um, mm. and they were having me ride the stationary bike. And one day I walked out of the training room after getting off the stationary bike. And I just went straight to the bike shop and said, I need a bike. And I've only got like 700 bucks. <laughs> what can I afford? <laughs> Fair enough. Did you get a new bike or yeah. used bike? Uh, they gave me a new bike. Um, oh, I think nice. they gave me a pair of used wheels. And then, you know, we threw in like a pair of bike shorts and um, some shoes and a helmet. And I was off to the races at that point. I did a triathlon um, on that bike like a couple weeks later oh, when wow. I was back in running. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, very cool. And uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was uh, kind of like a gateway drug at that point. Um, yeah. Then I moved to Colorado and I fell in with a bunch of triathletes because I, you know, that's who I found to run with was triathletes. And I kept, you know, saying, Hey, what do you guys guys do on Saturdays? We'll go running on Saturdays. And they're like, we ride bikes on Saturdays. You should ride bikes with us. And, uh, okay. Yeah. And that's what I started doing. I mean, the tri triathlon, right. Very regimented. You'd ride your bike on Saturday. You run on Sunday, you do like a day off on Monday, you do a brick on Tuesday. Yes, I agree. Very regimented. <laughs> very, very regimented. Everything's a workout. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I did that for like 10 years, um, moved to Oregon, wow. and then sort of same kind of thing. Remember I said, you know, that why did I get into biking, friends? I, mm -hmm. I moved to Oregon and all of the people I was riding bikes with were cyclocross racers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like who? Anyone we'd know? Like, did no. you have good influences? Uh, I did. It, Beth Ann Orton, she was an influence. Um, there's a bunch of really talented, Tina Brubecker, she was an influence. A bunch um, of really talented Oregonians. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe they're Washington. The, uh, gosh, I'm totally blanking on the, um, the Raleigh bike, the Raleigh made a Hodala. The Hodala guys, they're they're Washington, Seattle. I area. think they might have been too cool for me. At oh that, gosh. At my at that Don't stage that. in my career. <laughs> You're super cool. <laughs> no. I mean they they pretty much, you know, told me they said you need to get a cyclocross bike. Actually they told me that after I destroyed my road bike. Um <laughs> doing cross. Uh, yeah, my buddy said, he, he said, I'm going for this bike ride. I was like, oh, can I come with you? He said, well, there's some off-road stuff. And he looks at my bike. He goes, I think you can make it. And, you know, of course, he's looking at my road bike with, you know, clincher tires and. Right. 20, probably 23 wide, 20, right? 23s, 23s yeah. on it. And so we go on this ride and what his, his, it wasn't even gravel. It was like it was like mountain bike trails. Oh, um, wow. yeah. And it was riding this bike on these mountain bike trails with him and it was getting dark and, you know, raining cause it was Oregon. And we were at, I remember we were at the top of this hill and it was like seven miles downhill in the Corvallis. And, um, it was like, I don't know, it was like seven thirty PM and it was getting dark. And I look at him and I said, you know, I bet you we can get to bombs away in 30 minutes because they sell burritos. <laughs> we were so hungry. And so we're just ended, we just ended this like mud forest road 
in 30 minutes, seven miles in 30 minutes, me on my road bike, him on a, him on a, a very, a, a much more appointed cyclocross bike. And the next day I noticed that my bike had some issues. And so I rode it to the bike shop and on my way there, the chain like broke and fell off and like rolled out the back kind of sad. Yeah. You know? And I took the bike in and I said, Hey, I, you know, I, can you help me fix my bike? And uh, the, the guy looks at me and he says, repeat after me. I state your name. will never ride my road bike on mountain bike trails again. And I will buy a proper cyclocross bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Talk about a life changing moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, pretty much scrapped the road bike, bought a, bought a, bought a, you know, a cyclocross bike and it was two weeks before the first cross crusade and just very went cool. and, yeah, just went and started racing. Very, very cool. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. We've talked about your past and the fact that you've got some young kids on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you want to pass on to them? as they mature in their cyclocross life? Uh, you know, sort of a sense of joy for the sport. Um, even when you're covered in mud and blood and, you know, maybe didn't get the result you want, you still got out there and did it. And you know, people work probably for our sport, let's face it, other people probably worked hard to get you there. Um, mm -hmm. And you owe it to them and yourself to, um, you know, just enjoy the ability, the ability to do that kind of racing. That's what I hope I pass on. Um, that, that, and I kind of hope to pass on a sense of longevity, right? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't start this sport until I was what, 30? And you're rocking it. Yeah. Yeah. Can can I ask and your so, racing age? Yeah, it's forty three. Forty three. That's awesome. Yeah. And I don't feel like you're I feel like you still like enter this season with a sense of joy and excitement and mm -hmm. um positive attitude. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun one. We've got some um we've got some fun racing plans uh in the offing. I think nothing, nothing like firm. Um, there's definitely gonna be a couple of world cups in there. If they let me race. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, you've got the world championship stripes on your what? Uh, it's not stripes. It's a lizard. Oh, there it is. Okay. The I'm lizard. I'm thinking about getting it colored in though with the, oh. with the, with the, the so single speed has its own like world champs colors. Very For similar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they got to let the world champ into uh, the World Cups, don't they? Yeah, I think that's a rule. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, <laughs> because of your schedule, um, like when when will you enter the cross uh, mobile circus? Yeah, that's... Um kind of TBD, but kind of because of the gala we were talking about and a couple other commitments I've already made in September, um, it is very likely that my launch onto the national scene will be that Friday race at Trek. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 
Uh, There. I feel like you also raced Saturday at Trek. Is that true? There's no UCI race, but what'd you, don't you do like, what do you do? Single speed? Do you want, do you want my, should I not ask? Should I not ask? This is a, this is a super sad story. Um, well, you know, last season was strange because world's points, you know, if you didn't, if you weren't one of the, you know, very fortunate few or, you know, who got to go to Europe and race, um, had those means, um, during the pandemic, I, I personally just, you know, for safety reasons and, um, did not do that. So then at the start of the season, your points only lasted for the first couple weekends. Um, and then after that, everybody was sort of reset. And then only people who had points who actually raced those first two weekends. Um, with work, I actually was not planning on racing those. So um, when the announcement was made, we scrambled to get some bikes together, um, you know, quickly make travel plans, things like that. Um, I could only race one of the weekends anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. So I went and, you know, we just didn't have any, we didn't have anything dialed. Um, And so, you know, had some mechanicals and then got crashed um, at the race and just, you know, I, I ended up having to go into Charm City with no points. Wow. And that's when you, I think, was it you who took the? I did. I did take that. <laughs> yeah. That was... So Charm City. Yeah. I, I started on the seventh row with no points. It was like the first time that I had not had UCI points in what, like eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And so Charm City, you know, from the seventh row, I got 10th in the C1. Nice. Um, the next day, since it, you still don't have points, um, I got a better draw. I got on the fourth row um, and managed the ninth place. And then, you know, just kind of hoped that that was enough. And it wasn't enough to um, qualify for the world's teams because they just did straight points. It wasn't, um, there wasn't no. any sort of appeals process or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I did not get to race the World Cup at Trek. Um, and so I said, well, and I'd already made travel plans. So I was like, well, let's just go. Let's race the C2 and then let's race the Masters, baby. That's right. That's right. I do. As you're saying that, I'm remembering that whole story. You know, I will say that that is where I first met your flat you. Yeah. Flat Sunny. Flat Sunny. That's where I met Flat yeah. Sunny. And that was a real treat. I think uh, Courtney and I both had our picture taken with Flat Sunny. I think a lot of people got their pictures taken. Their pictures taken with Flat Sunny. I had a guy, my friend James at Iowa, took Flat Sunny around the course, and I think Flat Sunny got pictures with like Sven Mead. I don't and, doubt that and Marion Voss. Oh, really? And wow. I have all these pictures that he sends me of Flat Sunny with really famous cyclocross racers that I've never met. <laughs> That's awesome. I love Flat Sunny. Yeah. How'd that start? Where'd that come up? How'd that? Oh, that was, um, so Flat Doug. So the Alma GP, and, and this is, uh, you know, the bike shop CX guys, right? They have a friend named Doug. And as a, I don't know, as a joke or for fun, they made a life-size flat Doug and he would go to cyclocross events and 
you know, they, you know, have flat dug in different scenarios, taking pictures, whatever. And so I went and started my season off at the Alma GP last year. Uh, flew out to Alma, Michigan, had a blast. Um, and as a surprise, they made a flat sunny. Beautiful. Well, flat sunny made the circuit. Did I see flat sunny at she, uh, she Fayetteville? Did. Well, the whole, like the Holy Week of Cross. Yeah, so we didn't go to Fayetteville, but Flat Sunny was in Iowa. She was in Trek. Um, I think she made an appearance at Major Taylor. Oh, nice. Um, Cincy, she's definitely at Cincy. Um, That's very cool. And then she and then she came home to Colorado for a bit. Awesome. Do yeah. you is it an honor for you to like? Oh my gosh, there's a life size flat. She's knee. short. Well, almost She's only almost five life feet size. Tall. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's a height limit for flatness. Uh maybe so, yeah. Well, when you get squished by the steamroller, it's I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it isn't it an honor to have a flat? I love how much fun I saw people having with that um you know, with that uh um prop. Prop <laughs> is the right word. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. Brilliant. That was a brilliant stroke. And it and it all it I had nothing to do with it. It all grew out of Flat Doug and the Bike Shaft CX and the 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 joy that is the the Michigan cyclocross scene. Well, the joy that is the all things bike and all things cyclocross and the joy that are is all things Sonny Gilbert and that you bring i hope you're a a long time um i hope we see your your beautiful smile on start lines for many years to come because you do bring joy well, to the, the the whole scene community's better yeah. with sunny in it thank you yes you're absolutely welcome and, and well deserving so i am going to be excited to see you at trek mm -hmm. and i Again, at your Title IX anniversary gala, um, I hope to see Chris Switer and tell her, hey, <laughs> tell her, hey, yeah, from Iowa. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to I, buy a dress. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good luck with that. Um, anyway, it's a treat. I'm going to, um, you know, let you get on with your night. Did Doug make dinner? Uh, I don't smell anything cooking. So you're going out? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, but you know what? It's hard. Sometimes he'll make salad. It's hard to make salad. Smell salad. It's hard to smell salad. It is hard to smell salad. Fair enough. Well, I'll let yeah. you get to dinner. Did you have a good ride tonight? I didn't ask you that. Uh, you know, honestly, I got stuck doing errands. Oh, um, no, going, really? Yeah. It was it's kind of one of those things where I was putting it off, putting it off and just had to go do it. I actually, so tomorrow I'll be delivering coffee by bicycle for the coffee ride. And oh, cool. I actually did go pick up uh, my delivery. So. Oh, awesome. So I sort of rode a bicycle maybe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's hot as balls here, Dave. Well, don't send it this way. We're having beautiful weather. Oh God. Yeah. You can have it over there. Yeah. It's okay. We don't Thanks. need it. Although it's state fair time, so it will get hot as balls here as well. But. Oh, yeah. I think it's a prerequisite. It's required. 
It is. It is indeed. <laughs> well, Sunny, it's a pleasure. And, Thanks, Dave. Uh, Thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah, you bet. I'm excited for cross season. I'm excited to see you on the line at Trek. Yeah. Friday and maybe the Legends race. Maybe, maybe. I mean, don't be too worried. What it's like, I got like six weeks before I really got to have everything dialed. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's plenty of time. <laughs> this is cyclocross. Absolutely. We just crossed the threshold from cyclocross season is coming. <laughs> coming. <laughs> we are still saying cross is coming. Yeah, for cross a couple is more coming. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, peace, Sunny. Thanks uh, for joining me on Bike Talk with Dave. Heck yeah, Dave. Thank you tons for listening to Bike Talk with Dave and my conversation with Sunny Gilbert. Cyclocross season is right around the corner and we are all very, very excited. So check out adventureplus.com and you can get your free 90-day subscription. Just click the link in the show notes and head to the Kendall Mountain Film Festival to get your tickets to the Kendall Mountain Film Festival, which will be awesome. And if you want to support the show, this is my own commercial. If you want to support the show, that would be super great. And you can do that by rating, reviewing, subscribing, and all of that helps other people find the show. If you want to support the show financially, that too would be awesome. You can do that by going to buymeacoffee.com and looking for Bike Talk with Dave. And if you do that, I will send you a Bike Talk with Dave sticker. Well, I hope you have an awesome week. We'll see you next week with the Single Speed USA podcast. And peace, love, and happiness.